Hello, everyone. This is Rick with the CyberPro Podcast, where industry leaders share their expertise. We're excited today. I always love having female practitioners on the show because there's so few of you out there, which is great. It's awesome that we're, we're moving that boundary. Five questions-ish in less than nine minutes because hackers never sleep. So let's get started. Question number one, who are you and what do you do? Um, I'm Aparna Himatramka, also known as Ash. Uh, I work as a security program manager at Microsoft. Uh, I work on the technical program management of third-party risk assurance for IoT solutions and um, also perform technical uh, AppSec assessments for those solutions. What does AppSec mean? Uh, application security. <laughs> Perfect. No, it's good. I come from the military, so I get acronyms. I just want to make sure that we have that out there. Question number two, what's the best thing about being in security? Um, that would be the breadth of knowledge that you can amass as a cyber professional uh, without having to switch your field. Um, Cybersecurity is a unique field as it ties itself with almost all lengths and breadths of technology, be it cyber physical systems, national defense systems, physical infrastructure, et cetera. Um, its range of existence is almost as broad as technology itself, which is a lot. So that in turn means that a cyber professional, uh, as a cyber professional, you get to choose any area of technology that you are even remotely interested in and use your cyber skills to make a mark there um, without having to leave the cybersec field itself. And that I think is something I found pretty rare. That's interesting. I haven't had anyone take it to that level of insight regarding what a cyber professional can do. So so I appreciate that. It, it's going to make me think further about what I want to do with my cyber life. So question number three, cybersecurity. It's a buzzword. It's, it's top of mind. We see breaches every day coming out. But what does cybersecurity as a top concern mean to you? Um, well, in reality, cybersecurity was always, uh, has always been around right from the moment that businesses started digitizing themselves, and I'm, I'm talking about the 80s and the 90s. Um, but the increased awareness about security stems from the fact that cybercrime is on the rise, and um, organizations can only compete to provide relatively better security solutions and, and not absolute security, something that everybody is searching for. Um, but I do wholly agree with it. If, um, if a business is a vehicle, risk management is its wheels, right? And, and the fact that with any cyber attack comes the risk of business interruption and um, damage to brand or reputation, um, along with the potential of a data breach, which can cost the business a lot of money, uh, makes it scary. And this fear, coupled with the fact that cybersecurity um, is still a puzzle that the industry is trying to solve makes it a top concern across all businesses. Perfect. Insightful. I am curious mm -hmm. as a side question, do you think that the business needs to be the priority when cybersecurity folks are trying to build security or should cybersecurity folks trump what the business wants to get done? Um, I didn't wholly understand your question. Here. No, that's great. So, so cybersecurity tends to interrupt business practices if you're doing security at the highest of levels, right? Yep. So how can that be, I guess the better way to put it is how can cybersecurity be used 
to not interrupt the business, but still maintain security? That's an interesting question. And I would say that is, uh, that is a piece of puzzle that many people are trying to solve, right? Uh, I think that um, uh, trying to address any kind of risk, be it cybersecurity or non-cybersecurity, is always going to come in the way of business, right? And um, the only way you can um, tactfully tackle that is if you, if you try to um, A, separate your priorities, um, and B, uh, you try to have a, a balanced risk management program, right? Uh, built around security. So if you have a lot of customers who, um, who you think you need to be in compliance with a lot of laws for them to provide services to them, that, that, that goes into priority one. Uh, and if, if that is interrupting with your business, um, instead of uh, accepting all the risks, it's always good to to fix them so that you can get the, the certification that you want that um, I am uh, I'm compliant you can you can do business with me um, but if uh, there is a, a lot of risks that are in the same line and, and cybersecurity is one of them then like I said you need to prioritize depending on on how many resources you have and and uh, what the business is willing to risk at this point so um, risk acceptance for, uh, for for low level cybersec risks uh, would be um, would be essential but when you accept the risk you, you should know what comes with it Nice. See, I put you on the spot and you had a great answer. So that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, question number four-ish is what piece of insight do you want to share with other experts? Um, that would be to engage with the cyber community. Um, I've always felt the need to be a part of community that speaks the language of security, you know, um, getting to know people in a similar boat as I am, learning from them. And if, and if, I, am, if I know enough, then teaching them. Uh, and this does not have to be anything over the top. It, it can be as simple as being an active participant in, um, in a cybersecurity interest group on LinkedIn or attending um, short conferences around you uh, with cybersecurity focus that can help you network. And um, engaging with the community doesn't have to be just take. You can also learn to give back to the community. People blessed with the art of writing can write blogs on any topic of security. Um, I mean, I do. Uh, people who are praised for their ability to engage audience with their speaker skills can participate in conferences and tech talks or simply give presentations to educate folks um, about cybersecurity, uh, even within your company, if you like to. Um, there are different ways of being part of the community. Uh, you can choose your own, but um, just remember that a strong community engagement benefits everybody. Um, it strengthens uh, the need for cybersecurity research and development and also helps you learn and grow as a cyber professional and uh, prospectively as a leader. Nice. That's amazing. Last question. What's the favorite piece of retro technology that makes you smile? Uh, well, I'm, I'm just in my mid-20s, so retro for me wouldn't be as retro for most folks. So, yeah. <laughs> Um, but one retro tech uh, as such is the typewriter, I feel. A very simple, very simple mechanical object. However, um, earlier I remember people attending uh, typewriting classes to learn how to operate those. And now um, it's literally in everybody's hand. I'm talking about cell phone. It's, it's there that you have um, 
I mean, I don't know, I personally don't know anybody who doesn't know how to type. And uh, you see kids these days also learn to type um, almost without any help, right? When they're like two year old. So I, I really feel that it's amazing to see how far we've really come in the last 20 to 30 years. Uh, and I'm, I'm excited to see what the next 20 years will turn out to be, you know, flying cars, maybe train back to cars. <laughs> And then we'll be talking about retro tech of, of a keyboard instead of a typewriter, right? Yeah. <laughs> so this is wonderful. Ash, thank you so much. You did it. You made it. It was epic having you on. Everyone, make sure you check more CyberPro podcast episodes. And again, thank you so much for being a part of the community. Thank you, guys.